0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and Super Talk are giving away a free pair of tickets. For your chance to win, go register now at Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from Margaritaville and Super Talk 103.1.
2: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson
0: differences to the side and talking about something we all love in
3: our Roman river lavish leaks and streams pines full of the wildest life and possibilities i said one mississippi there's a
4: magnolia tree
0: it's super talk outdoors with ricky matthews on super talk mississippi
5: welcome to super talk outdoors where we celebrate every single monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of mississippi because as i say every week we are the capital of the outdoors in america and we want to stay that um, i want to thank you for joining us on the powerful supertalk mississippi radio network or on supertalk tv at Seaspire tv some of you might be watching the show on youtube or facebook or listening on your favorite podcast it's february the 12th 2024. hey you know what if there's a clarion call for this show and really all of us as outdoorsmen and women, uh, it's this quote from John Audubon. A true contra- conservationist is a man who knows that the world is not given by his fathers, but borrowed from his children. Think about that. That That's a powerful quote that talks about legacy. By the way, if you don't hunt or fish... Uh, what I'm about to talk about today still is very significant to you. You, you think about it, over about, over half of Mississippians live in rural areas. And hunting and fishing are vital to the small towns across this state. So many local businesses, whether it be hardware stores or restaurants or donut shops or gas stations or equipment and ATV companies, seed companies, like my friend Spike Crawford are... Deer processing, like my friends at Beebe's in Greenwood, and so many others like them, are part of the people who rely on the economic engine that is created by our outdoors enjoyment. The outdoor industry in Mississippi is worth billions of dollars. So what I want to do this today is reflect for a minute or two about the importance of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Unfortunately, too often the work of this commission goes unnoticed. Um, they do good work. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put that out there, right out there in uh, and, and front. Uh, but people don't pay attention enough to the decisions and actions they make that sometimes are in a vacuum. And we're going to talk about that today. I'm going I'm to do my part to, as we go forward to assure that, the, that wildlife policies, as I said last week, are, are built on integrity and fairness and good science and the common good. When decisions are made in a vacuum without public input, or in back rooms, out of the public eye, or with with political favoritism, ultimately I think Mississippi loses. I think you would agree with that as well. So let's take a step back and look at the structure of the commission. It's a five member board appointed by the governor and the executive director of the department is recommended by the commission and then appointed by the governor. Um, incidentally, the law doesn't require commission members have any kind of a degree or experience focused on wildlife management or conservation. That, my friend, right off the bat, is a major issue for sure. So who's on the commission? Bill Kosser is the chairman. S- Scott Coopwood, who's a publisher in the Mississippi Delta, is vice chairman. Uh, Gary Rhodes, he- he's incidentally the-, the mayor of Flowood and uh, let's see billy munger and then leonard bents i've referred to leonard bents as sort of the anti-science member of the commission he was recently reappointed by governor Reeves, though he has not yet been confirmed we're going to be talking more about that confirmation uh, process in the near future um, it takes three votes on the commission to change mississippi's outdoor world hunting seasons bag limits how the department spends money how the state manages wildlife how we manage wildlife diseases and own and own and own. Three votes. Three votes can change the course of history and impact positively or negatively every single Mississippian in the process. It's that significant. Now, let's talk about last week's news that a deer tested positive for chronic wasting disease in Claiborne County. That actually provides a significant teaching moment about how this commission too often makes decisions in a vacuum. This is just one compelling example. There are many others, unfortunately. So here is some background: Chronic Wasting Disease. You know, most hunters understand this. It's a hundred percent fatal disease uh, for white-tailed deer. If it's it was found in Mississippi in January 2018, it was actually a free ranging four and a half year old buck that died about eight miles north of Vicksburg in extreme Issaquina County. The, The Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks implemented its CWD response plan, and supplemental feeding was immediately banned in Claiborne, Hines, Issaquina, Sharkey, Warren, and Yazoo counties, along with other measures. It's important to point out that a deer can have this disease for two years without showing symptoms. There's no cure. Containment is, uh, of this disease is, is the only way to limit its spread. That's the only tool we have in our toolbox. Where this disease takes hold, it virtually wipes out all older class deer. Ask your friends in Benton County about their experience. I'll, I'll actually have a landowner from Benton County on an upcoming show. But let me give you a per- personal perspective on this. I killed a five and a half year old, 160 inch free ranging buck this past year. It was my biggest deer ever. Quality deer management really works. We had three years of experience with this deer. I want your and my grandkids to have that same opportunity. That dream will die if we fail to act more aggressively to address CWD in Mississippi. So a lot has transpired since uh, 2018. Uh, As of last week, 315 positives have been found across the state. Think about the number of deer that have been killed and found dead that have not been tested. So the chances are high that the prevalence of the disease is much greater than we know. Many experts agree this disease is among the greatest threats to whitetail deer hunting in America. Uh, Robbie Kroger of Blood Origin said on my show last year that CWD could be the anchor that sinks hunting in the future. I posted the part of the, of the show where Robbie discusses this on, on the Super Outdoor Super Talk Outdoors uh, Facebook page if you want to see it. He especially warned us not to legalize the sale and transfer of whitetail deer in Mississippi given the, the clear evidence from other states. As I said repeatedly on the show that, 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 that this enables the spread of CWD. We can't allow that. So CWD is a clear and present danger in Mississippi. Our wildlife commissioners have been briefed continuously about this. So when you compare their actions to the best practices of other states, it's not hard to conclude that when it comes to CWD, our commission at times is asleep at the wheel when it comes to this issue. Okay, this leads me back to Claiborne County. Along the way, positive test results were showing up on the Louisiana side of the river. Uh, from Claiborne County. Deer tracking studies have shown de- us that deer, especially bucks, can travel a long distance. What those collared deer have taught us has not only been fascinating to us as hunters, but it's also provided crucial data to help us understand the need to think carefully and smartly about how we manage CWD from a geographic perspective. The deer tracking studies showed us something that hunters and biologists already knew, that deer swim across the river. So, at the, at the November 2022 commission meeting, a little over a year ago, the Wildlife Commission took Claiborne County out of the CWD zone. Here's what happened. Commissioner Leonard Anti-Science Benz made a motion making the center of the channel of the Mississippi River the western boundary. That meant that if there was a positive test on the Louisiana or Arkansas side, the adjacent Mississippi County would not be added to the CWD zone. Uh, against deer program recommendations and, of course, in spite of concrete evidence that deer swam the river. That decision was arbitrary, and it placed Clavering County at greater risk of spreading the disease. Uh, there was no public input. Their decision ignored science and the compelling and devastating evidence coming out of other Mississippi counties with high prevalence of the disease, especially Bent- uh, Benton County. But the voice of reason on the commission, Commissioner Billy Monger tried. He made a really good argument as to why we better take CWD seriously. His arguments were science-based. But Ben Scott Coopwood, and Gary Rhodes, who incidentally seconded Benson, Bence's motion, voted for the motion. Uh, Chairman Coster didn't vote. Of course, Billy Monger voted against it. The motion passed in Clavering County was removed from the CWD zone. Uh, In two commission meetings after that, Ducks Unlimited Ed Penny, a significant conservation leader in the state, and who has been on this show many times, spoke at commission meetings urging uh, the public to pay attention and asking, and by the way, he spoke as a public citizen and a landowner from Claiborne County, asking the commission to be more responsible regarding CWD. The commission did nothing to address his concerns. Fast forward. CWD prions. These are actually the infectious agents that cause CWD were detected in a deer scrape this past summer in Claiborne County. Crickets from the commission. And now a deer tested positive in Claiborne County. That has been reported as of last week. We've posted a short video from the November 2022 commission meeting at the Super Talk Outdoor Facebook page if you want to see it for yourself. In short, this wildlife commission continues to respond too slowly to the clear and present danger to Mississippi uh, whitetail hunting and our hunting economy. This matters to all Mississippians, but it's but it's important not that they made a decision that we might not might disagree with. What's important is that they made a decision in a vacuum, without any public uh, input. When we come back on the other side, I want to share kind of a a message to, to Governor Reeves. I have a very special message for Governor Reeves. We're also going to be joined on the other side by Representative Timmy Ladner. He's actually in his car en route to Jackson as we speak. And let me end this segment once last time with a quote from John Alderman. A true conservationist is a man who knows the world is not given by his fathers, but borrowed for his children. We'll see you when we get back on the other side.
3: There's still a huge selection of diamond and gold jewelry that has got to be sold before the new owners take over at Carter Jewelers. The majority of this jewelry is marked down below jewelers' cost, up to 90% off. The only thing more romantic than giving beautiful jewelry is knowing it's the best quality and you bought it at the lowest price in the world, which is what you'll get at my retirement liquidation sale at Carter Jewelers. We're still loaded with diamond and gold jewelry, with engagement rings starting under $500 up to $100,000. We have cases of fine jewelry under 200 and under $100 up to 90% off. These are the best prices in the world on fine diamond jewelry. If any of our liquidation prices are more than you want to pay, make an offer. And if it makes any sense, I'll sell it to you you determine the price interest free and no credit checks financing located downtown jackson and the Pemberton plaza in vicksburg valentine's day wednesday bring your trade-ins
6: on the battlefield there's a saying america's military men and women live by never leave a fallen warrior behind ever off the battlefield wounded warrior project operates with the same goal wounded warrior project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war whether those scars are physical or mental Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Us England for Clark's remodeling and repair.
3: The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing and he usually points out, you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. But I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach.
6: Clark's Remodeling and Repair, a company you can trust. 601-214-9463. That's 601-214-9463.
4: Get ready to tackle all those chores with the help of a John Deere 3 Series tractor. Ag Up Equipment has the ultimate workforce ready for you, and guess what? It comes with 0% financing for 60 months, plus $750 off. These tractors are powerhouses, equipped with a robust engine that delivers ample horsepower to handle a range of tasks on your property. Explore more on beatable deals and offers by visiting us online at agup.com. Offer ends two twenty nine twenty four. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details.
0: Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at service servicespecialistltd.com. That's LTD.com. Service Specialists,
6: your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Service specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Oxford, and now open in Columbus.
4: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
7: Mississippi.
5: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I, I uh, appreciate you, you joining us, whether it be on Super Talk TV, on Super Talk Radio, YouTube, Facebook, your favorite podcast. We try to be there any way you want to join us, and the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Media is a multimedia company. And um, I'm thrilled to have this show associated with it. That is for sure. Hey, listen, when we went to, before we went to break, I was talking to you about how too often the commission makes decisions in a vacuum without public input. And, uh, this is really important. I think the CWD case in Claiborne County, as I said, is a teaching moment. Um, but, uh, but it's not the only teaching moment that I could present to you. Maybe over the course of the next few shows, I'll, I'll give you some more examples. But for now, this is a good one. You know, this commission belongs to the governor of the state of Mississippi. He, you know, the governor appoints people. In this particular uh, commission, so far, Governor uh, Reeves has had two appointments. But I've got actually a a direct message to the governor. And so let let me speak directly to the governor. You know, governor, you've got an extremely important role in this state to help right this ship. Uh, You're going to go down in history as one of the most significant economic development governors in our state's history. Everyone knows that you're a numbers guy. And from an outdoors perspective, you've been extremely supportive of the foundation for Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks through things like the governor's hunt. We recently saw... Uh, a show on PBS uh, illuminating that, which that has actually resulted in millions of dollars raised for conservation efforts across the state. You enjoy the outdoors. Uh, You understand what outdoors means to the state. So I urge you to study the science, in this particular case, study the science around CWD. Sit down one-on-one with dear program manager William McKinley. I really encourage you to do that one-on-one and study the actions of this commission. I know you've been busy closing million-dollar deals for the state, and I congratulate you for that. Man, that is, that is unbelievable, the success that we've had there. But please pay, pay closer attention to the existing billion-dollar industry, our outdoors industry. Mississippi's outdoor economy and the future of deer hunting in Mississippi is really at stake here. You are a governor who can passionately protect Mississippi's wildlife legacy and our outdoor economy. I urge you. Uh, okay, so now we're going to shift gears and move over to uh, my friend Representative Timmy Ladner, who is a, uh, a member of the House of Representatives. He's a Republican from Poplarville and someone I've enjoyed getting to know better. Without any further ado, let me uh, welcome Timmy Ladner to Super Talk Outdoors. How are you doing, Timmy? Very good,
2: thank you. Good to be on with you.
5: It's good to be on with you too for the. Uh, for the YouTube and, and uh, Facebook and Supertalk TV audience, you can see that we we don't have a video. He's actually in his car en route to the legislative session as we speak, something uh, legislators do from across the state. Many of them are listening to this show as we speak. Um, so anyway, I appreciate you joining us, Timmy. It's been, it's been, it's been great getting to know you better. But you, you really do love the outdoors, don't you, my friend?
2: I really do uh, hunt, fish as much as I possibly can. Uh, I always have, both my kids do. We uh, we take several trips to the Delta every year, hunting and fishing. Uh, we we love it, and uh, we we want to protect the sport. You know, we I also do real estate when I'm not in Jackson, and and we had a we had a discussion one day with a guy about some issues that we were doing a subdivision, and I reminded him. You know, sportsmen are the best conservationists and the number one conservationists on earth because when we run out of wildlife and fish, we don't have anything to do. So that's where I stand. Hey, you heard that John Audubon quote.
5: I think it describes really well what this show is all about. It, it describes your passion. But the work that we're doing is generational work. I think about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund where we had bipartisan support last year. I mean, what a generational piece of legislation. But John Audeman hit, hit it squarely on the head when he said, A true conservationist is a man who knows the world is not given by his fathers, but borrowed from his children. Boy, that's
2: powerful, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That is absolutely correct.
5: So, look, um, you're you're involved in a legislative session. You've been up there for a number of years. Um, you've had a lot of passions along the way. How has it been for you? How have you enjoyed your time in the legislature?
2: I've really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I, I, I've i always said that, you know, government is of the people, by the people, for the people. And uh, and that's what got me there. Uh, I, I thought I could make a difference somewhere along the way. And, and it's... You know, if I end up making a difference, I'm not looking for a legacy, I'm not looking to be famous, but I want to make a difference. I represent about 25,000 people across the state or across my district and, you know, I want to make a difference for those folks and our children and grandchildren who are coming behind us.
5: Hey, listen, uh, when I when I said this about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, it took us a couple of years to get it, but we were able to get it done. Uh, the matching funds that we hoped for has come to fruition. The board of trustees uh, who are analyzing the applications and putting in motion uh, approvals that engage a lot of matching funds. We've been able to turn $1 into almost 4 but you think about the the body of the of the legislative body, the Republicans and Democrats that are there. You know, on the national stage, there's always a lot of polarization, and we can't seem to get on the same page. But in Mississippi, when we talk about the outdoors in Mississippi, and, in Mississippi, we can we can usually create bipartisan efforts around things like the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. Um, when we, because there's a lot of passion about the outdoors there, isn't there?
2: A lot of passion, and not only that, there's a lot of similarities between you know the parties in Mississippi and uh, the folks. Uh, I mean, the folks have the same interests, uh, whether they're Democrat or Republican. So it's it's always worked out really well.
5: Yeah, I said this. Uh, I said this many times on the show, but it's the one time. When we can set our political differences aside and Republicans and Democrats and others can go hunt together and enjoy being together. And, you know, so it's a, it's really, um, an opportunity to sort of bring us all together. So, so, Timmy, you heard what I, what I said at the beginning of the show, that when you have a five member commission, when three votes, and, and you don't have qualifications, I might add, three votes can change the course of history as it relates to our, our, um, conservation efforts for the state. They can they can literally enact changes through with three votes that could affect our kids and our kids' kids. We don't take that seriously enough. We don't focus enough on that do we?
2: We don't. Uh and, and I've that's one of been one of my big debates since I've been here in, in the twelve years I'm here is that I've argued against we there's a clause in, in all of their stuff that says, you know, we give the authority for them to promulgate and and enforce regulation and and i understand that to a certain point but at the same time you know i've made this statement several times that if i want to pass a bill on my end of the building in the house of representatives i have to have 62 votes to get that done then i've got to lobby it in the senate and try to get 27 votes over there uh well these these guys are basically they have the ability to change state law and call it a regulation with three votes and uh I've always had somewhat of a problem with that. I've always argued against that, and that's, uh, you know, the, the bill I've got presented right now at least will say, you know, we, we want nine of those guys to be representative of the people of Mississippi, and we want, we want four of them to have a, an education or a background in the industry. So that's kind of where that bill came from.
5: Hey, let We're going to talk about the bill here in just a second. What got What got my attention when I first started Super Talk Outdoors? We got through the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, and then I started talking about the sale and transfer of deer, of whitetail deer, and the the amount of pressure that started to come back to me to not talk about that issue. Uh, what I learned about the kind of backroom deals that were being made around that, and i 'm not going i 'm not going to talk about that issue now, but I just use it as, a, as an example to say you don 't think special interests don 't know that all they need is three votes to get what they want you don 't think special interests don 't know that, and um, that 's not good for our state when special interests can control a particular topic, whatever it might be and and, and push things that are ultimately not good for Mississippi. And we've really got to be more focused on changing that, don't we?
2: We absolutely do. And uh, with, with some work and effort, hopefully we will.
5: So let's let's focus for just a second. Um, this is not the first time the legislature has talked about changing the makeup and qualifications of uh, the commission, is
2: it? It is not, Uh it's, this is my first attempt at it, but it's it's been talked about several years. And uh, what usually stops it? Well, I got I've talked to the governor's office about it, and and I agree with the governor. You know, we we all on our side of the aisle, Republicans that is, have campaigned on smaller government, less taxes, things like that. And one of their issues is that they you know they feel like this bill is growing government. I understand that I, I totally do and and i'm not far growing government that much either but that seems to be the sticking point with it right now um you know i i would rather some edu- education background or, or some experience in the field be on that commission uh so we we will work on going that route next hey what we what we're going to do
5: is we continue our conversation with representative timmy ladner when we come back on the other side, we're going to specifically discuss his bill. What is his bill? What's the number on it? Where is it in the process? What kind of support does it look like he's getting for it? Um, you know, changes need to be made. Qualifications, we need to make it so that it requires more than three votes to change the course of history for wildlife in this state. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this break. Here we are.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 36. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 58. Tuesday evening, clear conditions, low around 35. And for your Wednesday, sunny conditions, high near 64. This weather brought you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
0: Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month, guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor, an indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market, but without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income. No matter how long you live, call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision.
6: Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men and a Truck. At Two Men and a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, Junk Removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our two men in a truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomininatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomininatruck.com.
4: Hi. Hi. I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all in the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014.
7: It's been said that time waits for no one, but that's not completely true. Hi, I'm Cameron Britton. Since 1920, our family has been privileged to serve as Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. For decades, generations have trusted All Britons for engagement rings, anniversaries, and those special events in life. Time has certainly changed our world. Internet, smartphones, and social media have revolutionized how we research, communicate, and even shop. At All Britons, we've grown with you. At Albrittons.com, you can search, shop, and find the latest in fine jewelry. But for those who prefer the personal experience, you can now shop the all-new All-Britons 4460 Old Canton Road in Northeast Jackson. With new displays and the latest designer jewelry, we're located across from our old home in Highland Village. Still the same All-Britons service you'd expect, but now bigger and better. You've waited for us. Now we're ready for you. Come see what's new. All-Britons, 4460 Old Canton Road in Jackson. At All-Britons,
3: All-Britons Jewelers.
1: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In what was a Super Bowl full of surprises, one of the biggest may have been Jackson State's Sonic Boom of the South being featured at halftime. Yes! Yes! legendary marching band, which did a great job of keeping the secret until the actual performance, accompanied rapper Usher in front of thousands of cheering fans and millions of viewers. After the show, JSU director of bands Roderick Little went on social media saying that they were selected last November and have been able to keep it under wraps. Other Mississippi connections included in the big game were Oxford native referee Brad Freeman, as well as a handful of players that took to the field for their respective teams in the Chiefs' 25-22 win over the 49ers. This
4: is Colonel Gannon Burton, retired and back home in Mississippi after 30 years of service in the Marine Corps as an F-18 pilot, top-gun graduate two-time commander with five combat deployments. I am running for U.S. Senate because the country that I love and fought for is being destroyed by a corrupt ruling class that has sold our country out, the Chinese Communist Party, and the globalists. Bottom line, we can and must do better. Unlike my opponent, Senator Roger Wicker, when I'm elected, I will support President Trump, his policies, and his border wall. We will close the border. We will stop the fentanyl from killing our kids. We will start the drilling. To stop inflation, go to Burton for US com. That's Burton number four, US com. Sign up, donate, and join our team. I'm Colonel Gannon Burton, United States Marine Corps retired candidate for US Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Burton for US Senate.
2: Hey, I'm Steve Azar and you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi Minute with my friend. Just like
3: that muddy river, moving slow. Ain't no hurry, that's how life goes.
2: Be sure to check out In a Mississippi, In a Mississippi Minute
3: with me, Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk Mississippi app and now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher.
0: Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Listen, I promise we're going to talk about outdoor enjoyment next week. We'll get somebody on the show. We'll give you an update about what's happening in the legislature, but we'll also bring a guest in and remind you how special outdoor enjoyment in this state is. You don't, not that you need that that reminder, but I'm pleased to be joined by Representative Timmy Ladner. He's a Republican from uh, Poplarville and uh, he's really passionate about the outdoors he's he's got a bill that's in front of the legislature i'll get him to tell you about specifically what the bill does and then for people who don't know how the legislative process works what i'm going to ask timmy lander to do is actually talk about the bill gets written and then it gets introduced what's the process it goes through and then we'll come back and say okay now exactly where is this bill so timmy why don't you kind of first of all start with a review of what your bill does
2: Well, what my bill does is it it will add four members to the commission, making the commission a nine-member commission. Uh, Four of those members will have to be education or or history or, or, you know, experience, background. They will have to have uh, an education in wildlife biology, wildlife studies, or or some kind of wildlife-related field. Or they had to have the experience of, of being a wildlife manager or, or something of that nature. Like 10 Uh, years, right? 10 years. Right. 10 years experience in that, in those fields. And, uh, so we, you know, I'm thinking that education or, or experience in their background will, will help the commission make better decisions about how to manage our deer herd and, and all other, all other hunting activities as far as that's concerned. So okay, and it also
5: it also um, will increase when you increase the number to nine. It makes it so that you can't change the course of history with just three votes. That's
2: important, isn't it? Very important, very important. That will uh, I will move the number of votes to five to get anything passed, and uh, I, I believe that helps things immensely because you know I just I just don't know that. A five-man commission is our is in our best
5: interest. Hey, so Timmy, let's do this real quick. You know, you heard what I talked about. Outdoors enjoyment in the state is a multi-billion-dollar industry. We don't tend to think of it being the economic engine that it is. So, when, so when decisions are made by the current commission and by past commissions, we tend to look at each decision as sort of just being. A lot of times, we don't even know the decisions they're making. A lot of times, it's out of sight, out of mind. But we don't tend to relate it back to their responsibilities to make sure we're protecting that outdoors economy. But it is super significant. And I wonder why we don't talk about it in those terms enough.
2: Well, I sent some stats out last week to some folks. Uh, You know, the hunting and fishing industry in Mississippi is about $1.93 billion. uh, And that's the economic impact on the state. You know, the, the Mississippi Hunting Dog Association has done fox hunts and, and things in their pens down here and raised money for, for children who are sick or had cancer or whatever. And I see the checks these guys write to these families, and I, I see the impact they have on on folks who who are really down. And we we need to spread that word more, and we need to make it known. We definitely need to make it known. Okay, so...
5: The bill gets written, and then it gets filed. Talk us through the process.
2: I'll have an idea about a bill or or anybody in the legislature or or anybody in the public. Uh, I've written bills by request before, but you know, we'll get an idea. I had this idea to write this bill to add four people to the commission. I go sit down with my legal staff. We have a legal staff in the House of Representatives. We have one in the Senate, and I said, here's what I want my bill to do. You know, I want to add four commissioners. I want them to be educated or, or have a, you know, some work related experience. So my legal staff drafts the bill. I read over it, make sure everything's kosher that I like. We can make changes to it at any time. Then, then we have a, we have a box in the House of Representatives. Uh, it's, it's locked. No one knows what's in it until the speaker opens it. We drop a bill in there, it goes into the speaker's office. Speaker will read over it and see which committee that, that needs to take that bill up and needs to consider that bill. So, you know, this bill here, he sent to Wildlife, Issues and Parks. And what, what a lot of people need to know is, you know, once I drop that bill in that box and the speaker refers it to that committee, that bill no longer belongs to me, it belongs to that committee. That, that committee can do whatever they want with it. They can change it. They can take all of my language out of it, put all of their language in it. It's called a strike all amendment to do that. Uh, but they will consider it in in a committee meeting at some point and decide what they're going to do with it. If it passes out of that committee, I think the wildlife committee is seventeen members, maybe. And you know, if it if they get a majority vote in the committee, it will move on to the floor of the house. And once it goes there, you know, they will get up, present it on the floor. We will vote on it. If we pass it, then it goes to the Senate and goes all through that process again. Um, the, you know, the, the lieutenant governor will refer it to a committee, most likely wildlife, fisheries, and parks. It'll go to their committee. It'll belong to that committee then. They can do whatever they want with it. Uh, they could change it in any way. And, and if they pass it, if they pass it with changes, it comes back to us. We either approve those changes or we don't approve them. And if we don't approve them, then it will go to conference. Uh, once it makes it to the conference, there'll be three senators, three House members who will sit down in a room and, and they will decide, well, we can take this language out or we can add this language to it. You know, they can completely change it. And, and then we'll get to see a conference report. It'll come back to the to the originating chamber. You know, the bill would have originated in the House. It'll come back to the House first and we will we will either pass it or or let it die on the calendar or whatever the case may be. And if we pass it, it'll go back to the Senate. If they pass it, then it'll go to the governor. So, so, Jimmy, this is
5: actually, thank you very much for, for reminding our listeners the way the process works. So it takes a lot to get a bill through. Uh, someone once said to me as a publisher of a newspaper early in my career, they said the democratic process is slow for a reason. <laughs> you, you don't want bills getting passed that are going to be good bills. And certainly that happens, um, but that's why the legislative process is so important. You can go back in and tweak bills and whatever. You know, oftentimes, like the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, oftentimes bills don't make it the first year. It takes You you know, you thought talked about the kind of aligning that you have to do. But the process can be slow and frustrating and changes can, can get made that you don't like. But that's what, you know, your legislative body, the House of Representatives, is there as the voice for the people. And the opportunity for the voices to be heard during the legislative process is really important. So it goes slow for a reason, doesn't it, Timmy?
2: It absolutely does. And, and you know, I, I tell people every time I speak anywhere, I tell folks the Mississippi Constitution is designed and set up to automatically kill bills. And that's a good, good process And a good thing, because we don't see as many of those bills as we might have or might would. So, you know, the process is really great. Uh, It's frustrating at times, but it's it's a, all in all, it's a good process.
5: So the House House Committee on Wildlife, uh, the chairman is Bill Kincaid. I have a lot of respect for Bill Kincaid, incidentally. Um, I think he is a, a man who cares deeply about conservation efforts in our state. Um, So one other quick point. Uh, So you talked about the legislative process and all these sort of hoops that a bill has to go through. Lots of opportunities to kill it and change it. What you didn't mention, though, let's take in the case of this particular bill or the current process. Let's, Let's look at the current process. There are some special interests that like the fact that three votes can change the course of history. So some of those special interests actually have lobbyists who work in the legislature. And so the moment they get wind of this bill, they start working hard to either change the language or kill the bill. But, and by the way, I don't blame them for this. This is the way the process works. But the reality is that for some people, just getting three votes aligned is a really good thing for whatever their interest is. And going increasing that vote from three to five on the commission that your bill does um, makes it more cumbersome for them, makes it harder for them to align the votes in their favor. Um, that's a big part of the legislative process, isn't it, Timmy?
2: Sure is. Sure is. And and I, I don't ever fault the lobbyists. I mean, these guys are getting paid, you know, to to take care of their clients and, and to move their clients' interests along. I, I never hold that against any lobbyist. Um, I do, however – like you said, I, I do have a problem sometimes with three votes taking care of, uh, taking care of some things that, you know, that most sportsmen don't, don't think a good thing. And, and I've heard from hundreds of guys. I've got tons of emails, text messages, people saying, thank you for this bill. Uh, you know, we're, we're sportsmen and we don't, we don't have an interest in this other than going out and hunting.
5: Yeah, it's a, again. It's not on their radar screen. The average outdoorsman or woman, woman, it's not on their radar screen until so it directly impacts them, and then it gets on their radar screen. But when we we should be having sort of a general conversation about the whole process all the time, because I think there are probably a lot of decisions that are made that may not necessarily impact them today but might impact their kids and their kids' kids. And that's where we've got to do a better job of communicating about that. I, I can assure you that. Hey, when we come back on the other side for the final segment, we'll continue our conversation with uh, Timmy Ladner from Poplarville. He's a Republican from from Poplarville in the House of Representatives. And we'll talk about sort of where this bill now is now and where it might go. We'll see you after this break.
0: Whistling that sweet soul for yeah. I said three To this land called home I breathe Mississippi Till I'm dead
4: ready to tackle all those chores with the help of a John Deere 3 Series tractor. Ag Up Equipment has the ultimate workforce ready for you, and guess what? It comes with 0% financing for 60 months, plus $750 off. These tractors are powerhouses, equipped with a robust engine that delivers ample horsepower to handle a range of tasks on your property. Explore more unbeatable deals and offers by visiting us online at agup.com. Offer ends two twenty nine twenty four. 24 Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details.
1: Patriotism is alive at A Complete Flag Source. Honor those who serve our country year-round with a U.S. flag made here in the USA. We are ready to help you with all your flag needs. We have all kinds of flag poles, spinner poles, boardroom poles, and ground poles from 15 to 150 feet, which we can install at your home, school, church, or business. So shop local at a 25-year-old family-owned business. A Complete Flag Source, 5295 I-55 North in Jackson, 601-362-9333 or Complete Flags.
6: Those who are truly serious about their health have trusted and counted on Specialty Pharmacy for over 25 years. Their expert recommendations, combined with only the highest quality vitamins and herbal supplements, continuously produce results. Behind Primo's Cafe, off Lakeland Drive in Flowood, Specialty Pharmacy. Feel your best. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Maybe you've seen more
4: homeless people on the streets than you used to. I know I have. Let me share something with you. The problem is too big for any one person or one institution to save them all. But at Gateway Rescue Mission, we try and save as many as we can, one person at a time. Look us up at www.gatewaymission.org. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
1: See how Mississippi conquered the world with the guitar. February 10th through May 11th, the America at the Crossroads exhibit brings 40 amazing guitars to the max in downtown Meridian, featuring instruments that Mississippi bluesmen like Robert Johnson and B.B. King made famous. See how the blues became rock and roll. And how Mississippi shaped America's music six strings at a time.
6: Rock on at the max. The Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience. The best made to order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. That's 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
1: Was that a bird?
6: No, just folks banging on the C Spire store window.
1: I bet they heard we have iPhone 15 Pro.
4: Look, more people and my grandma.
1: Your grandma's fierce.
4: Get the gift you really wanted. iPhone 15 Pro at C Spire. Made with titanium and featuring the most advanced iPhone camera system yet. Get it on us with trade-in. C Spire, customer inspired. Requires purchase 36 months device payment plan and new line activation on eligible wireless service plan. Ccspire.com for details.
3: What does the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do?
5: We are a voluntary, non-governmental, non-partisan organization seeking solutions to the social-economic issues impacting Mississippi farm families. Our mission is to elevate agriculture at the local, state, and national levels. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all
4: thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
0: We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors, so let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Having a detailed conversation today about the makeup of the commission. A specific bill that Timmy Ladner, a Republican representative from Poplarville, has introduced. But at the end of the day, I want to kind of harp on these terms that I used yet last week and then I used again today. What we're trying to do, what I think I'm certainly in favor of this bill, and I think there's a growing number of others that are in favor of this bill for all the reasons that we've talked about. But what we're trying to do is build integrity and fairness and good science. And the common good, the common good into the process. We cannot make decisions in a vacuum without public input. We can't. The example I gave of CWD and Claiborne is just one example like that. But we've got to, we've got to do a better job of what I refer to as protecting the public trust as it relates to Mississippi's wildlife conservation efforts. We have to do a better job at that, and this applies to everybody in the state, whether you hunt or fish or just enjoy the 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 outdoors economy. This is really important. So I I, I, I don't think that I can overstate how important your bill is, uh, Timmy. I really can't. Uh, it's that important, and and I'm just curious. Okay, you've introduced it. It's been referred. You've gotten some pushback from the governor's office. He certainly could eventually veto it if he wants. But how does the governor not wanting to increase the number from five to nine, how does that get involved in the process internally in the legislature
2: about how people view this bill? Well, I don't think it I don't think it has any effect on how people view it, who are for the bill or who would like to see it passed. And and let let me touch on one other thing before I move on with that. We live in a day and age now where everybody has a smartphone in their hand. It's easy to find us. It's really easy to get in touch with us. So public comment is is out there every second of every day. And I hear it all day, every day. I know most other folks in the legislature do. So, you know, I take that to heart. I work for the folks in my district and, and whatever they say you know I listen to I tell I'll tell anybody the vote I cast every day belongs to the twenty five thousand people in my district uh i I do what I think they expect me to do so with that being said you know the governor governor has a lot of, of of influence with a lot of folks in the in the legislature and and I'm good with that I understand that you know he's he's a friend of mine so he can he can move me and sway me on some issues uh. This is an issue, though, I think we really need to take a close look at because it's going to affect our children, grandchildren and their children and grandchildren. And, uh, you know, hunting is what well, we said it a few minutes ago. It's a one point nine billion dollar industry in the state. And not only that, it's it's a fun pastime. Hunting and fishing is vital in my district. Everybody does it.
5: It, it is. It is. I, I, listen, um, so what are you hearing from the committee?
2: Uh, the only thing I've heard from a couple members of the committee is the governor is, is pushing back on it because it expands government. And they are, you know, they're looking at most likely not taking the bill through committee. So, you know, now I'm looking at other options.
5: Yeah. Well, let me let me urge the, the, the committee to f- focus less on where the pushback might be at this stage of the game politically and just focus on. What's in the best interest of Mississippi's wildlife legacy? Your kids and your kids' kids. We've got to we've got to ramp this conversation up. We've got to solve an existing problem. And if we don't, we're just we're just kicking that can down the road. And there'll be other examples in the future that we'll be able to cite because we didn't act. But I, let me let me say this, Timmy. That I really urge people to t- to, to call their legislators, and I, I would also urge them to follow Super Talk Outdoors on their Facebook page. And if they don't have Facebook, they can go to uh, Super Talk Mississippi YouTube page and get a copy of this show and share it with their friends. Uh, I encourage them to come back here every single Monday at noon and, and learn more about, especially during the legislative session, about what's going on. Because at the end of the day, if we don't ignite a fire around, around the, the issues that unite us as outdoorsmen and outdoors women, um, then, then, you know, if we can't do that, then we're not going to really make change happen. Accountability and transparency in the state's wildlife conservation efforts is critical. So I would really urge our listeners to spread the word. We can't do this alone, can we, Timmy? We need help from everyone. Uh, We got to start a movement around these kinds of things. If we don't, we won't pay closer attention going forward. And at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves: ask ourselves what will our kids and our kids' kids say of us if we don't act?
2: But we can't do this alone, can we, Timmy? We cannot. We cannot. We need everyone who who loves outdoors needs to be involved and needs to be given their input.
5: Listen, there's a lot more. There's a lot more that I don't say. You know, I talked to you last week about. The efforts to silence my voice, obviously, that failed. I don't make it about me, so I don't I don't harp on that. There have been efforts to silence other people's voices. Maybe one day I'll talk more about that. Um, but instead of addressing the the challenges that we discuss, the, instead of addressing those challenges, they seek. to to silence voices that's not a good way to 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 run the conservation efforts in our state there it really isn't and so we're going to be talking more about it here on super talk outdoors as we go forward especially during this legislative session representative timmy lander thank you for joining us on your drive up to jackson we really appreciate you my friend
2: thank you good to be on and uh hope to do it again Uh, you bet we'll see you next week have a great day and always
5: stay safe when you're in the outdoors don't don't drop your guard. Stay safe. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Mississippi.
0: Yeah. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.